It was at least like 10, 10 years or so. I mean, since the last one, it cost like $2 billion, right? Oh, yeah. So he went down and Papa shot. Squad. Oh, yeah. He shot three movies back to back to back. Who did? James Cameron. So the, these are like Avatar 2 is the first one that he's yes. going to be releasing. And he's already shot the third and most of the fourth. Uh, and they're going to do a fifth depending on how the second one does. What the hell? And I imagine like yeah. the fifth one is going to be so realistic. It's crazy. He said, he said years ago when he started this, I guess he started in 2017. Uh-huh. He said, I'm no longer in the film business. I'm in the avatar business. <laughs> Did he get the idea from the cartoon version? By the way, Ron Irving, great comedian. Hi everybody. First special dropped on Tubi. I'm so happy. Ron, uh, I saw some of your clips. I have yet to watch the full version, but yeah, check it out, guys. <laughs> when is this Avatar 2 coming out? Do I you think know the yet? 16th. I think like next Friday. Or... And, you know, we talked about this in the beginning, but the budget being $2 billion, I mean, yes. how many, it, it's just going to be an unbelievable amount of ticket sales they need well, to recoup that. It was $2 billion for basically all of them, for like two through four, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So that seems like a little bit more feasible for right. him to do, you know, almost close to a billion for each of them. But right. then, like, it's so different than other movies back in the day, you know, where directors and actors and even, like, production companies would rely on the DVD back end. Oh, yeah, you don't get that. Yeah, so no. I wonder if they would put uh, Avatar after, like, maybe a year in theaters or maybe six months in theaters, like, onto a streaming service, maybe, like, a Tubi or something like that. So here's what I'm thinking, because it's Fox, now Disney owns Fox, blah, blah, blah. Let's say, just sake a scenario, put it out there. You put the first two or so out there and they don't really do so hot. They're not as good as you wanted to. Then you just make four and five Disney, like Disney Plus exclusives. That's it. I yeah. Mean, that's, yeah. I that's mean, it. they're worth enough money for it to make sense that way. Right. Yeah. All right, bro. So let's talk about your journey a little bit to uh, getting on this couch. You grew up in Ohio. Where'd yes. you go to college? And then um, you knew one of our last guests on the podcast, Adam Gilbert. We had a great time. I did. I love Adam Gilbert. Uh, yes. I was born and raised in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, I didn't go to no fancy book learning college. That's not for me. No, I didn't go to college. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I was going to ask if you stayed in uh, Cincinnati. Uh, so I stayed in Cincinnati till I was 25. Okay. Moved to Chicago in uh, March of 2015, then left in 2020. So what were you doing from the end of high school to 25? I did a handful of things. I tried to do stand-up as much as I could, but like, especially back then, the scene in Cincinnati wasn't exactly like... Yeah, how did, how did that look? On yeah, the it, it wasn't the most hop, and there was some stuff, but it was very sporadic. I ended up finding weird, different avenues to do stand-up like music open mics or just random places like that to do like second city stuff no no not in chicago uh i was in a rocky horror cast in cincinnati for a while and that was a fun and then i ended up managing the theater that it was at how did that look that were you like doing that play a few times a week uh it was every other saturday yeah every other saturday at midnight and then between that, what were you doing, like open mics and stuff like that? Yeah, just about. What was your day job? Uh, oh, God, I worked at the deli for a while. Um, and then pretty much like right after that, I did the theater for a few years. And then I moved to Chicago. What kind of sandwiches were you making in that deli? Oh, Jewish sandwiches. Oh, yeah, yeah nice. Yeah, yeah. Like so you big deli. like uh, pastrami on rye? Dude, it's so good. The, the potato <laughs> pancakes my, were amazing. Oh, the oh. potato latkes. Oh. If you have a Jewish deli, right? Oh. Those are my favorites. I grew up on um, just like the pastrami on rye, big Jewish deli, because I, I grew up in New York City. I had a buddy come into town, and I was like, yo, I've never been to Cats. Yeah, Let's dude, just do it. I've never been to Cats either. Crazy, I, right? I will swear by this. There's so many places in New York. It's like, yeah, it's kind of touristy. And it's expensive. It's like fucking $25 for a sandwich. Is it? Yeah. So you're like, is it worth it? I'm telling you right now, every single penny. Every single Jesus. penny. It's big enough. Bring a friend. It's big enough. Right, you can it's like split two it. lunches. Sure. Right. Right, right, right. Split a sandwich. Get a latka. 
It's amazing. The pastrami melts in your mouth. Yeah, dude. Do you like corned beef too? Oh, corned beef is oh. pastrami better than corned beef though. Honestly, I personally probably take corned beef over pastrami. Interesting. I've yeah. always thought that corned beef was like a little bit drier, but I guess to each his own yeah. taste bud. So I'm vegan. So the last time I ate that was years ago. Right, bro. right. Damn. But I used to always um, enjoy like a pastrami on rye, a big Jewish deli type and sandwich some, with uh, the coleslaw yeah, and uh, melting out. Spicy brown mustard. Yeah, and so then like the, yeah, like a tuna melt, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. Little Swiss cheese melted on there. That's oh, hilarious. <laughs> so when did it's you so uh, when did you get to New York? Uh, I moved to New York in February of uh, 2021. Basically, oh, okay. COVID hit. I planned on coming to New York in August of 2020 when my lease was up in Chicago. COVID hit, and I was like, you know what? Let's let the lease be up. Let's go back to Cincinnati for a little bit. Let's. I basically was like, let's let them get a vaccine out. And once that happens, I'll make the leap to New York. So that's what I did. Did you have to move home when you went back to Cincinnati? No, I found a friend who needed a roommate. Uh, it was a really good deal in a part of the city. So I just lived with her for like six months and that was it. What does the rent kind of look like there? Like for a two bedroom, two bathroom, a nice um, one. We had like a decent unit basement. I think my rent for that was, I think we split it. And I think the rent for that whole place was like 800 for like a, like a washer dryer. Uh, Yes, but it was communal. Okay, it was like in the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, that, and that was like a basement unit in a decent part of town. But I mean, honestly, if you like get into actually like an interesting part of the city or any kind of like hip part of the city, dude, it's kind of getting up with New York. Really? Yeah, like I mean, it's not like as bad. You know, it's not like a, you know. You think it's maybe getting up to Chicago type? Yeah, yeah. Okay, like okay. it is getting comparable. So it's like you think about it and it was like, Okay, so yeah, if I went back to Ohio, I'd be paying roughly what I'd be paying here, and it's Ohio, so I'd be making half. So yeah, no, I don't, why would I ever do that? What were the, were you like living in the downtown area? Yeah, so I was like, I, Cincinnati? I, I was like, I could walk to downtown in like 20 minutes. And yeah. is the weather like comparable to New York or Chicago? It, but pretty much the same. It's like, you know, cold winters. I mean, we get sometimes it gets bad, pretty like standard. Did you do any of the big comedy clubs there? And what are some of the big comedy clubs? Um, in Cincinnati, yeah. Uh, well, Cincinnati, you have Go Bananas. There's really only two. There's Go Bananas, and then there's a Liberty in the the uh, oh no no the, the Funny Bone in Liberty, which was originally right across the bridge from uh, Cincinnati and Kentucky, just like right there. Now it's in like this northern western, sorry, this northern suburb called Westchester. So I haven't been to the new location since that opened, but I hope they're doing well. Shout out did, to them. Did so. anybody notable grow up in your town? Like Rob Dyrdek, LeBron oh, James? Let's see. Um, Carmen Electra, all oh. 98 degrees. Why Carmen yeah. Electra? I yeah. didn't know I idea. went to the same high school as Carmen Electra. What high school was that? Princeton. Okay, so um, a big time tennis player from maybe Shaker Heights. Is that close to Cincinnati? You've heard of that? I think it's not too far. Okay, well, I there was, I had I knew someone who went to, uh, was from Shaker Heights, and then I knew someone uh, Chase Buchanan, who was a big time tennis player. Okay, uh, who grew up there. But I played tennis, so like I would know a bunch of kids just from seeing them on the ranking list from Ohio. Right, and I actually played a tennis tournament in um, I think it might have been Cincinnati one time. They actually. have like, like some the big, big East tennis tournament. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Spielberg's also from Cincinnati. So is George Clooney. Okay. Um, George Clooney's dad is a politician. In like northern Kentucky, so he's in town like every four years when his dad needs and to Kentucky out. and Ohio are right on the border. Of each other? It's, it's our Jersey. It's like right there, like literally just it like a little bit cheaper than Ohio. Oh yeah, so oh, yeah. oh yeah. Lots <laughs> of people cross the border for I work. I go over there. The, I go over to Kentucky. Cigarettes are so cheap. They're I was basically just going to say, yeah, dude. Like here, the cigarettes are like it's like 
equivalent to probably two packs. Right, it's like from. fifteen bucks a pack in New yeah, York. Yeah, here and it's like seven. Eight, or six. No, oh no, even there. Like if I go over to Kentucky, like four or five bucks. So it's just all taxes here that's yeah. really just driving up the price. Yeah. Does that make you want to quit? Uh, I mean. Or you just like a relax by cigarettes. Yeah, it's just whatever. It's fine. Look, I eat really healthy. I exercise. A lot of comedians love cigarettes. So I think it was Mm -hmm. like the entertainment business. It's like just people are outside just trying to chat. It's a good like, let's go outside. Also, they're delicious and good for you. (laughs) Kids, come on in. Take a seat. (laughs) Wait, dude, tell me you're smoking unfiltered Marlboro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what are you actually smoking? Uh, No, I got Lucky Strikes. Actually, Oh, dude, look, I remember when they were not allowed. Dude, like when I was 16 years old and I went to Italy, I was buying packs some lucky strikes for my mm-hmm. boys back here at home They're like, dude you gotta give me the soft pack lucky strikes those were you would see them every once in a blue moon we're talking about yeah cigarettes. like when you whenever i would go just driving around the midwest you'd go to some random spot and they would have lucky why do they come back why do they make it come they back? brought them back they're filtered now it's not like a whatever oh is that why they initially got banned from the u.s i guess i just think they were harder to find. yeah i don't know but they brought them back and they're filtered and they're like a cheap pack now so I can go get a carton of Lucky Strikes in Kentucky for like 40 bucks. Do you buy the cigarettes when you leave the country and the duty-free? Oh, no. I've never left the country. I was just thinking, though, if um, is Canada close to Ohio, kind of? It's no. not too bad. I okay. mean, I mean, like, the ve- I'm Cincinnati's the very bottom of it. Oh, okay. So Cleveland, yeah, it's like right there. Right, but Ohio's touching um, a couple of states. Yeah, right? you've got uh, Kentucky, West Virginia, Indiana, Michigan, in um, Canada too. Oh, and then I think yeah, maybe oh, wow. or is Canada's just right above? I don't know. We'll pop it up here. So you yeah, guys can I just I already told you, you people. I told you I didn't go to college. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like geography. yeah, you just if we were talking about sandwiches and placement of the meats, yeah. then you'd be freaking knowing what you're talking about. Right, right. So right. what was the journey um, from Ohio? to get to <laughs> Chicago and then now here in New York and you're torn a little bit as well. Yeah, yeah. So basically, you know, you, you do what you can in Cincinnati, but it's Cincinnati. God bless it. I love you guys. Yeah, and but how often were you getting on stage there? Maybe two or three times a month. Like in going along. And like the Rocky cast kept me busy. And it was all, so I had like a decent amount of stuff going on. But then, yeah, it kind of reached that point where it's like, well, you really want to do stand-up, so you got to go somewhere that can like properly provide. And now the scene in Cincinnati is great. It's like, there's tons of stuff. Does that look like an open mic where there's 80 people that come to the show type, uh, of, type of It's show? great and more of like, there, there are like a lot of open mics now, but there's also like, along with the clubs, there's a solid base of DIY and bar shows and brewery Love shows. That. Okay. And yeah. So, th- I mean, there's just a solid scene there now. Um, but yeah, so 2015 hit and I was like, all right, well, Chicago rules and that seems like a good kind of in-between between like not instead of just making the straight leap to New York or LA, LA or whatever. Were you thinking about those three though? Chicago, oh, LA, yeah. and New York. I knew that I didn't want to be in Chicago for more than five years. That was the plan. Who did you know in Chicago that nobody you there? Nobody. It was just kind of close. Yeah. It was just like, I, you know, I'd been there and I was like, yeah, this seems like a logical kind of like next, next step. step. How and far then, is that drive? Like four or five hours. It's not bad. It's super close. So yeah, I moved there in 2015 when I was 25 and then I was there till 2020, just made the rounds and, did the shows. Um, I would play a pop-up role on like a medical show that they filmed there, uh, which is, I was a medical technician. So that just meant like every few episodes or so, I was like, they're bringing him in. It's like, he's flatlining. I'm just one of the dudes like on helping. A t- on a TV show? Yeah, yeah. I'll just say it, Chicago Med. It's on NBC. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So that's what, I, I did that for three years. I did that full time for three years. And then, you know, just doing the comedy stuff and going around. But doing that full time, were you like on call full time and you weren't working full time? No, I get a schedule. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I get a schedule. 
Um, but yeah, so it's just after that, and then like COVID hit, it's like you kind of evaluate. It's like, all right, again, Chicago, God bless it. I love it to death. If Chicago could offer me what New York could offer me, Chicago. I was in Chicago a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. My buddy, uh, Julio Gallerati, did an hour at the Den. Mm-hmm. So I hosted and opened a show. Loved it, dude. Yeah. So I was there for 48 hours. It was, um, I mean, some of the best like short-term visit places I've ever it's, been. Went to the suburbs, yeah, spent yeah. like six hours there, came back to the city, and kind of experienced like a mini trip doing that. Right, Walked right. around the city a little bit myself. Architecture is beautiful. I love it, dude. It's, it's amazing. Again, like, if, and if, it wasn't freezing, bro. Right, so, yeah. So I wasn't like dying. If I could have like stayed in Chicago and accomplished all I want to accomplish, then sure, I absolutely would have done that. Uh-huh. But like, yeah, yeah, I mean, again, just like Cincinnati, it has a ceiling. It's, I felt like I did pretty much everything I could do there. I, I went there to do what I wanted to do, which was to just grow and get some credits under my belt and, you know, whatever. And it felt right. So it's like, all right, it's time. Like, let's get to New York. Were you doing showcase shows in Chicago? Yeah. Like, how did your week look on like a typical stand up week? Uh, stand up schedule, A, depended a lot on the filming schedule because there were, I mean, there were weeks. Yeah. That's like, you know, 14 hour days, 12, 14 hour days down there. Um, but yeah, depending on that, you know, to try to pop in as many mics as I can just to work on stuff, stay relevant. And then, you know, maybe show or two a week. There was a couple places out there that I would like host shows regularly. Um, yeah, it, it flew around a lot. I didn't really have too much of a home base, but I, I definitely like, yeah, I, I was out doing comedy, God and schedule willing, like six nights a week, be that a mic or a show. So damn. And yeah. did you ever spend any time in L.A.? No, I haven't been to L.A. yet. Oh, really? No, no. But I, I tore up that Midwest circuit, like that Midwest comedy circuit living in Chicago. I went because the, the bus and taking taking the Greyhound and the Amtrak out of, you know, Penn Station down there everywhere. Love that, man. Yeah. yeah. And you're here in New York to stay? Yeah. So yeah, you yeah. Love, love New York the most out of all three of those places or what? Oh, I mean, honestly, again, I, I might have to go with Chicago. Why is that? I, Isn't dude, it unbearably cold? Does it, does that affect you? It is, but there, a I know it sounds corny, but you just get used to it at a certain point. And the other thing is, you learn how to dress, you learn what to buy, what gear to get, and then yeah, once you've got that, like once you've got your wardrobe down, it's like ah, oh, this is fine. Yeah, it's like sometimes in New York, I feel maybe overdressed or underdressed, mm-hmm. but I feel like if you were to go out into Chicago in like the middle the middle of February or beginning of February, you know that you have to wear like four jackets. Right. In New York, sometimes it might be 55 degrees. You <laughs> yeah. think you could sneak away with like yeah. a windbreak or something like that. I, and you might not know. I biked year round in Chicago. I bike City bike here. and shit. No, no, I mean, I have my own bike. Oh, yeah. okay, dude. I started doing the e-bike like as of three weeks ago. My boy turned me on yeah, to like yeah. one day and I just like now I'm fiending for the e-bike to go like a mile. But sometimes it gets a little expensive. Yeah. And now uh, I, I, I did uh, in Chicago, they called them divvy bikes. That's our version of city bikes. Oh, okay. And I did that, I think, my first year living out there. And then you finally, you just bought a bike? Yeah, it, it was good for getting acquainted and like getting the feel of biking through the city. And then after a point, I was like, all right. But how just... often were you able to use your bike in Chicago? Every day. Really? Like I bike through the snow? Oh, yeah. I bike well, everywhere. Do you have thick tires? Sh- so Chicago is, uh, Chicago is rated like number one in the country for like essentially like snow winter maintenance. On the roads. Okay. They, but their bike lanes are not number no, one in the country. They, they get it. They, I mean, they are really, really good about cleaning up the snow. No, but I meant um, in general, like when you were riding oh, around, yeah. did you feel like you had like, you, you felt safe in terms of like having a bike lane? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? yeah. oh, yeah. I honestly, I felt a million times safer biking out there than I do in New York. New York is a wow, madhouse for dude, biking. Love that. Oh, my God. No, I mean, Chicago, it, it was great. That's another reason I kind of love it. It's so... 
it's like New York cut in half. So you get this big city and all the amenities and all these things, but it's a lot easier to kind of navigate. But it kind of feels bigger. I mean, I was only there for two days, man, and I spent an hour and a half walking around. It just right. feels bigger maybe because the streets are bigger. Yeah. The buildings kind of around you are bigger, but are you saying that like kind of everything to do is circulated around like a mile, I mean, like half a mile area, something like that? No, it's just a lot easier. You know, it, it would be the equivalent of... You know, like I live on the Upper West Side. So say there was a show in Bushwick. It's like, ugh, all right. That's going to take me, what, like 90 minutes to get out to or whatever. And Chicago, it's like, okay, I've got it. I live in Logan Square and there's a show. Uh, the equivalent of that would be like 47th Street on the South Side. It's like, all right, well, that's not bad. I can get down there. Like, it's just so, it's, it's smaller. It's so much easier to, like, manage, like, travel-wise and, like, navigate. Are you kind of finding your uh, footing, though, in New York in oh, terms yeah. of traveling and yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah. No. And also, like, the phones make it so much easier to get from place to place, you know? I mean, I just plug it in, and it tells me where to go, yeah. so I've never had any issue. Yeah. Like, Initially, well, when you moved to Chicago, did you ever have any trouble getting around? Not really. Again, yeah, I had the phone. You're a directions guy? Yeah. No. I, I would... Uh, that was the other thing I found in Chicago. It's like, you know, I got to a certain point where it's like, I fucking know where I'm going. I don't know this thing <laughs> Let's anymore. Go. And it's like here, even though the city's like built on a grid, I'm still kind of like... it's tough when it gets into those names. Yeah. You know, the numbers are easy. When you're like, have to go from 14th and 6th to 23rd and 8th, it's right. easy. But then when you have to go to Broom, to fucking Mott, to <laughs> yeah. Stevenson Street, Jersey, yeah, yeah. you're like, all right, let me uh, whip out the phone. So let's talk yeah. about um, your special dude on Tubi. Yes. Um, how that came to be how long you were working on that 45 minutes and where um where you filmed it yes so that actually kind of that kind of like tracks perfectly if we're talking about my progression so i was here in new york mood in february 2021 so that was how long ago that was uh just about a year so here in like a couple months that'll be a year um i was living in a like shoebox apartment in harlem like bathroom in the hallway, like everything, like shoebox studio apartment in Harlem. And you had like a little sink and cutting mm -hmm. board. Yeah, yeah. And it was fine. I mean, but especially for my first place here, I was like, this is, it's fine. It works for me. I don't have that much stuff, whatever. Um, near the end of that, I don't know. Are you on TikTok at all? Yeah. Okay. So do you remember Axel Weber? Yeah, he was like climbing the fucking yeah. buildings and he, shit at mid in midnight. Was he? Yeah, I don't remember that. Oh, he, yeah, that's how I knew of him. I think he like climbed the Brooklyn Bridge at midnight on like one random summer night. What the fuck? Pop up the video, Ted okay. Jones. Here it Tim, is, right can we here. Bring that up. Which one? No, <laughs> I'm talking to the invisible producer. <laughs> yeah, no, popping up right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Wow, here. look at that. Look at Wh that. Whoa. Yeah, see, you didn't know about this. Whoa. Anyway, continue. You're talking about yeah. that. Right. Um, so he went. His initial thing is thing that went like big, buku, crazy viral. It was like, here's what it's like to have the smallest apartment in New York City. Oh, I remember that. Yes. And I was like, mm, I'm, I don't know about that, buddy. And so I made the stitch, a response video to that, being like, hey. Check this out. And I tried to, you know, I made it funny and oh, it whatever. Okay, and we're popping up right here. Can you send me this video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, See, that's, so that's me. That's my apartment. Got it? Okay, cool. Um, so I just made that stitch fit, and that spiraled so wildly out of control. So wildly out of control. Were you trying to make like a satire of the video or your kind apartment of, was just that much smaller? I, I was just trying to make a goofy response video. It'd be like, oh, really? Well, fuck you, dude. Check. Like, it was, I was just being stupid. And the New York Post called me the next day and they were like, we want to do like a story on you. Can we come take some pictures? And I was like, well, I'm busy tonight, so come do it tomorrow. They wanted to come that night. So they came the next day, did an interview with me, took pictures. But I was like, all right, that's cool enough. It was in the Sunday edition and I go and buy a copy and I'm on the front page. 
like huge right there not on the cover but the front page you need to send me this too it's insane and so i was like oh my god and the next thing i know business and not business but insider hit me up and they did one with me and then they did another one because that one got eight and a half million views and it was their most popular article i must that have month. seen this dude dude they did another one thrillist did one with me and then after that is when it's just all those publications that you see just like ripped it and everything. Now, theoretically, didn't other people in your apartment building have like the same size unit as yours or was yes. yours like a special one? No, no, no. I know at least at the very least the unit next to me was size like that. Oh my God. So I believe others were as well. Uh, no, some, one dude commented on that video. He's like, LOL, I live on the third floor of this building. <laughs> Like he was trying to get a special too. That's hilarious, dude. But then, I mean, again, like, so both my grandmas saw my face when they went to go check their email on Yahoo. Beautiful. They both text me about it. Um, I got checking their email on Yahoo. I know exactly, right? Like, who the fuck? That's in there's a bit about AOL. Yeah, there's a bit about that in my special, which is basically that. The punchline is that it's just like, who the fuck? (laughs) Whatever. Um, So it's it's everywhere. I was supposed to go on the Rachel Ray show. Uh, They were going to like come in and redo my apartment. Um, redo like yes how, just like rearrange i guess sure like making more space efficient or whatever sure um <laughs> and then uh that ended up canceling because Do you know the square feet of your apartment it was 100 way? square feet 100 yes it was a shoebox. wow yeah yeah um and then i canceled that because i got a nice new apartment out of that uh somebody reached out with an open unit and they talked to me it was great and it was within my price range and yeah so now well, i'm there were you initially getting paid for these interviews though no no, no. So you were on the look for other apartments as it was? Not really. I mean, honestly, if this offer wouldn't have came up where I am now, I probably would have signed another year with that place because why not? I don't. But like, the rent th- didn't go through the roof at the Harlem place? Not that I know of. Well, when you were, did you uh, end your lease with them or yes. did you leave early? No, no, no. It, because it happened around the same time as my lease was ending. So I was like, yeah, just, let's just, yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah. Um, so because of that, so th- that was one of the good things that happened. That happened. I got an agent out here because of that. And then the stand-up special happened. Um, the great production company called four by three productions. They're awesome. Um, they reached out to me and they're like, yeah, this is what we do. We make stand-up comedy specials and all this other stuff. And I was like, great, let's do it. Cause I was planning on DIY filming one. Uh, and then they seeing it on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. YouTube. So no, I'm not actually gonna put that out there. Somebody's going to steal that idea. Never mind. Uh, but no, but yes, put it out for free, but they reached out and they're like, well, we'll just do everything. And we have these deals with like streaming services. And I was just like, yes, sure. Yeah. Yes, please. And, uh, we did, we shot it in Cincinnati. Uh, we shot it at a place down there called radio artifact, which is awesome. Those guys were awesome. It's a great little venue. And yeah, now it's, it's free to watch on Tubi and Tubi rules. I don't know if you uh, do you ever dig into Tubi? Not much. Tell oh us about God. it. I love it. So it's a streaming service. It's free. It's just a awesome. It's half like garbage, but good garbage. Garbage that you want to watch. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's fun. It's half that and half. Holy shit. You have this. I need to watch this right now. Like it's actually super solid, impressive film catalog to it. And it's free. I love Tubi. And I love that my first special is on Tubi. So that's there's great, that. dude. So getting to that whole point, though, what was um, what else was made of the uh, like smallest apartment in New York City? You living in that? Uh, what else happened? I, I mean, I got a bunch of new followers out of it. That ha- that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the agent was cool. 
And I mean, I don't know. That was that was pretty much about it. It was just That's a wild crazy, few months. Dude. Yeah, but a lot of good came of it. So. And now your apartment is better. You'd yes. Say? Now I have a very. I have the perfect size studio for me. Love it, now. dude. Yeah. I always talk about that. Having yeah. a, having a, a space that's just for you is perfect. Right. Do you I don't, have. A, you don't have a girlfriend, wife, or dog. Oh uh, no, I my girlfriend. I do. I have a girlfriend. And you guys live together? No, no, no. She she's in Cincinnati. Oh, long distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's that been? That's great. I go home all the time. How often are you home? Like I spend a week a month there. Really? Yeah. How do you get there? I could fly through a legion for like a hundred bucks round trip. I just bust my ass for like three weeks and make all the money I can. Do you do uh, shows when you're out there now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Last time I was in town, I put one together. That was fun. So do you have any plans to go on like um, a tour, mini tour? What does I that do, look like? Especially now with the special out. I'm yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. line up as much as I can. And also, I was just recently in a pretty big commercial that was a very nice paycheck. So I just got that the other day, by the way. I'm very oh, happy. Congrats. So with that and now with special out, it's like, all right, I've got money and a special on my hands. I can. I need to take the time. and I, I reaching just, out to like, like Black Box Theaters. Yeah, promo blitz. Just, yeah. Brilliant, dude. Yes. That's the way to do it. So we'll see how 2023 goes. So you think that, um, for the most part, the best way to promote this special, I'm just asking, is cutting up clips, posting them all over the place, sending clips out. Mm-hmm. And then bringing attraction to your YouTube channel or also the just the 2B special? Yeah, the 2B special is big. I mean, just trying to draw attention to that overall. But then with that, just drawing attention to me. Um, maybe my TikTok, I think I'm around, I think I'm at like 36K on TikTok now, which isn't bad. I mean, it's not crazy, but, you know, it's it's growing. So that's probably the main avenue that I'm working with right now. Um, and just seeing where life leads me. That's pretty much it. What's been your favorite part about New York so far? Oh, man. You've been through almost, I guess you have like another month and a half before you've been here uh, a year, right? Yeah, two and years. You, oh, two years. Yeah, yeah. You've been here for the, all the seasons. Mm-hmm. It's better than Chicago in the winter. I'll say that. More slush, though. Chicago gets bad slush. But though. don't you like the speed of New York being able to get everywhere pretty quick? Oh, yeah, yeah. Being able to zip around. Because, like, yeah, I live in Manhattan. I bike everywhere. I can zip all over the place how long does it take you to get to would you take your bike to bushwick when you go yeah probably the weather depending how long does that take uh probably an hour 15 or so damn do you have uh, a motor on your bike an electric motor no so you just like the thrill of uh, biking in the city i just like the more than anything i like that i'm not paying for transportation and it's exercise all in one that's very nice that's true, bro, because I love walking everywhere, mm-hmm, but like to walk to the, some shows on like the Lower, lower East Side just takes an hour. So right. sometimes it's like not realistic That's to not do bad. that. Yeah, but I, I love to walk. Yeah, I no. love it. Walking's great. I lost like 100 pounds <laughs> uh, like two, three years ago. Yeah. With a big boy. Mm-hmm. Big bald boy. 100? Yeah. Roughly. You have a picture? Oh, yeah. We're doing a lot of yeah. freaking <laughs> behind the scenes <laughs> production right here. Oh, oh you're pop- popping up too. Yeah. Uh, damn, bro. Yeah. What, what do you credit to that? Uh, Fasting? diet and exercise. Diet and exercise. There yeah. you go, guys, if you were wondering. What were you eating in general? Were you eating, like, a lot of fast food that got you to that weight? Uh, just 100? Like, bro, yeah. what were you, like, 290? Yeah, 300? 280, 290, something like that. Yo. Yeah, just a lot, just junk, just shit, just garbage. And what was it? It was eating junk, shit, and garbage and driving everywhere? No, I, I was living in, well, I guess in Cincinnati, it's because I was driving everywhere. But I mean, yeah, Cincinnati, I didn't really get much exercise. But that was a part of it was moving out to Chicago and like you're a lot more active in a big city. And I picked up biking everywhere and that helped a lot. And I've just stuck with I that. I was thinking that moving to Chicago, like in the freaking dead of winter, I would never leave my apartment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I guess does. like you were, you like were working, you were on set 14 hours a day. Like, yeah. 
yeah. you don't have time to just be stuffing your face and shit. I gotta find a good picture. Yeah, you have here. to find a good picture. But well, we're showing you guys right now. As, yeah, um, look Ron at that. found a picture. Well, you look good now, dude. That's crazy. Yeah, no, thank you. I, 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 you know. A hundred, man. Yeah. How long did that take? Uh, about a year. About a year. So was there like any fasting tricks that, or was it just biking? Not, not really. Yeah. It's honestly, it was just counting my calories and then exercising regularly. Yeah. Here we go. This is a good one. Yeah. Dude, you, that doesn't yeah. look like you, you. all already saw that. Yeah. So that doesn't why. look like you. Yeah, dude. yeah. Yeah. Straight up. Like that's a different person. Yeah. Like if he was sitting here next to I had a glow up. I'd be like, these are three people. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, dude, like you're not, you don't look fat at all there. Yeah. Like your face looks thin, you know? Yeah. But I was right? a good boy. Like when you look at that, you don't, you're not like, yo, I was really fat. Yeah. You look, no, you look good. And that was the thing. I was six two. Uh, okay, I, so I like say since too, like I'm well. not anymore. <laughs> they took, <laughs> lost weight. They took my shins. Yes. <laughs> yeah, took an inch off. No, so yeah, I'm six you two. A so ribs. yeah, being like two eighty or so at six two, you're not really, you know, yeah, you're like on the borderline of people really noticing it. Right, right. So, so you, you like you were able to fly and shit like that yeah, in yeah. your car. What kind of were you like eating fast food? Like how did you gain a hundred pounds? Um, just eating like shit, and again eating. I mean, just like gas station shit. And not thinking about like porcelain because I'm 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 constantly hungry. Same. I have the biggest appetite. I am like a machine. Like I can, now that you're just like on the bike all the time, right? It like doesn't matter. You can kind of like eat whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, yeah. Who's that guy on YouTube? Um, that if he's like one of those big time eaters, and then he'll just work out, run 15 miles a day. I forget this guy. Who oh, I don't know. I don't know. There are a few of these guys though that are super skinny that do mukbang videos yes. where they just eat as much as they can, and then they literally work out for three hours. So I have done a few mukbangs on. Twitch a few times with like friends. Oh yeah, and you also are a, a Twitch streamer as well. Yeah, okay. I dabble in okay. it. Like I'm cool, not a cool. gamer, so okay. it's just another avenue. Do you do like react videos? Yeah, I'll watch stuff. The other day we watched something called Cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue. Did you ever see that as a kid? No. There's this anti-drug PSA that like George Bush Sr. made that has every single cartoon character in existence coming together on drugs telling kids not to do drugs oh boo yeah yeah <laughs> you'd be like smoking a drug yeah yeah trying to hit this elbow yeah, no, no literally it's like Alvin and the chipmunks being like that. what is that smell and they're like I think it's marijuana oh my god yeah. somebody trying to bring into your apartment huh there's somebody trying to bring into your apartment oh it's probably the um the what the trash pit do you hear that oh my yeah headphones on. yeah somebody trying to break in you are showing that you're having fun <laughs> yeah what were you saying uh no yeah so I'll, I'll dabble in twitch every now and then but yeah mukbangs are fun and they get a lot of views and people enjoy them so i've tried i try to do them somewhat regularly um but you have to understand that me doing a mukbang is just me being who i want to be like at all times just eating whatever just, you want just eating like shit all well, i gotta stop you guys for one second i gotta change out this battery hey, one sir. second <sighs> all right and we're back okay so uh yes mukbangs mukbangs for those of you who don't know is when you try and eat as much food as possible yes just a giant quantity of food on film and that's just you ever watch that show makes like my 600 pound life yeah, dude, so sad. No, that's, that's my Tammy dream. And the other. That's my dream. How? That's I want. All I want is for the government to pay me to eat Doritos, and nobody expects anything of me. Don't you? But did you ever feel like bad physically and mentally and emotionally when you were 
eating so much and like binge eating sometimes because that'll happen to me yeah no i do now that i'm like aware of it not when i was like fat oh, and didn't give bro, a shit that's, yeah, that's yeah, true yeah. like i've lost myself i've lost 25 pounds that was like the most nice. i've ever lost yeah but i was at the point i was like trying to get bigger trying to get like bulkier and like buffer and like i, I just felt uncomfortable i was like yeah. at 210 205 and i was just like i don't feel comfortable like in my clothes right like, right when i'm like walking around i just feel like a lot more thicker and I, I can't really explain it. So, like, when I wasn't eating, I just, like, I don't know, felt so much clearer. Right. No, no, see, that's the thing. And that's why that's my retirement plan. Because that's no way to go through <laughs> life. But if you reach the point, it's like, I've done all I wanted to do. I can't, yeah, I'm just like, that fuck it. Oh, that's there all I want. There is something to be said. It's like the last 20, 15 years nice. of your life. Just like really not giving a shit. Oh, that's all I want. I want to go back to Ohio. And Were there a shit. lot of overweight and obese people, though, in Ohio? Like, oh, Ohio, yeah. Dude, like, Ohio is probably <laughs> one of the worst cities in the country for that. Oh, yeah. So oh, you, like, yeah. kind of felt like the skinny guy walking around. No, dude, when I go back, I'm, like, the hottest bitch in Cincinnati. Yeah, dude. It's great. <laughs> it's great. No, you are. Cincinnati is a city very filled with. Uh, I don't know if anybody's going to get this, but just has the energy of somebody just hunched over a shopping cart. You know right. what I mean? Like everybody's in the Walmart, just, yeah. fucking hunched over, yeah. dude. Everybody's just bent no over. Hot dog like, deals. Yeah. What was your favorite restaurant though? Go to was there like a cheesecake factory or something? Well, Cincinnati's known for our chili. Or really? Cincinnati. Oh, do you know about no. Cincinnati style chili? So Cincinnati style chili is a lot thinner than regular chili. It's not hearty. It's it's more of kind of like a pasta sauce than like an actual meal. So we put it on spaghetti and then we top that with like this special shredded like cheddar cheese. <laughs> and it's so good. And then we do conies and oh my God. <sighs> Skyline baby. Were you a big chili. sports fan? I mean, I like them enough. I love the Bengals, you know, root for the Reds. That's about it. Now the Cavaliers. Sure. I mean, if they're it's Cleveland, how close, yeah, yeah. Is, how close yeah. is Cleveland? Cleveland is at so Cincinnati is the very bottom of yeah. Ohio. Cleveland is the very top. So it's like a four hour. Drive. Yeah, it's like four or five hour. Oh, drive. Yeah, that's just like irrelevant. And we have like a weird like, rivalry with them because just why, like, why not? Like, so where is Columbus? Very middle. Dead okay. Sad. Yeah. okay. So do you have a lot of friends who like went to Ohio State? Um, I know a few people. Columbus kind of sucks. Because <laughs> Col- Cincinnati and Cleveland at least have some kind of like distinct charm to them be it as trashy as it may be or not they have some kind of quirk and they have some kind of personality that makes them like that it's right? Columbus just buckeyes columbus is just like five buildings that's it and ohio state right? and ohio state it's like what shut up like you know what i mean like it's a, it's not even a college town it's a college city so it's just like this like sucks would you move back to uh cincinnati sure I love Cincinnati. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like when you freaking start making all the hundreds of mills, right. you just go back to Cincinnati. Right, yeah, yeah. Love that. Sure, dude. I keep a place here. Or yeah, LA, yeah, whatever, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, wow, that's great. Yeah. What, are, what are the taxes there? I know we randomly weird question, but like, is it like, it's not like 13%. As no, nah, I mean, it's not terrible. It's still Ohio, so it's still, <laughs> it's still pretty cheap. What does it look like politics wise? Oh, it's horrible. It's the worst. And like Cincinnati kind of has the worst of it. <laughs> What do you see that would be like bad or people in New York would be like, what? I mean, just like, well, I love an Ohio. So if you get anywhere, if you get like 30, 40 minutes outside of any kind of major city in Ohio, it's nothing but like anti-abortion billboards. Um, Ohio's very famous for once you get past Columbus on your way to Cleveland, um, there's one giant billboard that just says hell is real. And then behind it is the Ten Commandments. Is there like a number that you can call? I know it literally just says <laughs> "house." I think it's just a. It's a who sponsors that? The I think it's just on a farm. By? It's on a farm, and I think it's just the guy who owns the farm. 
And you can just do that? I Sure. I guess the guy owns the freaking air rights. If you can do that in Frankfurt, Ohio, or wherever, I don't, like... What's the most random town in Ohio? The most random town, I, there's been twice that, when I wasn't living there, there's been twice that I've been booked in Ohio, and I did not know where the place was in Ohio. One was in Sydney, Ohio, and I'm like, I have no idea what that is. S-I-D or S-Y. And I was like, where is it? It's like 40 minutes outside of Dayton. So it's like, oh, okay, it's not too far. Is off. Dayton? No, Dayton's not the capital. No, no, that's Columbus. Yes. Yeah. Dayton is like an hour north of Cincy. It's like Dayton, the next. They've been doing well in basketball recently. I think University of Dayton they, randomly. They, they got to do well in something. Yeah. I dude. Mean, and then is there a Johnsonville <laughs> in Ohio? Probably. Something like that. I can't think of I, it. I thought that was funny. Name. But I, I got booked on that. And, the, and then back in May, I was going on like this big run of Midwest shows. And you're and, tearing it up. Yeah. And it ended me headlining a club in Massillon, Ohio. And I was like, again, what? How many people go out to those shows? Um, That one, the ones that I did there, we did two Friday and two Saturday. The later shows at both places, like there definitely wasn't as much. But both of the Friday shows are packed to the gills. And I'd say that place probably fit hundred ish wow like those you know, pretty small towns yeah i mean it wasn't like super small um it was like an hour outside of cleveland where does Chappelle live uh yellow springs which is right next to dayton yeah it's like an hour outside of cincinnati what are the what would you say the crowds are like compared to in ohio compared to a chicago or compared to a new york um just because like I, I mean anybody who would like go to ohio would think that you know these people are going out they haven't seen comedy in maybe a couple of years besides on tv when you consider potentially some new york crowds maybe more spoiled right um i think I, there's people who talk about this was a big notion that i heard in chicago was people would be like oh that's a good joke that you got there but is it going to work on the road and it's like I mean, probably if it's a good joke, totally. comedians, I think, kind of get in their head about like the road and the people. They almost kind of view these people outside of major cities as almost like these weird goblin creatures <laughs> with half a brand. It's like, yeah, but is it going to work on the road? Yeah. It's like they're still people. They consume the same media totally, we do. Dude, totally. um, they do definitely uh, a lot more drunk dudes will tell you racist jokes after the shows uh, in places like, you know, maybe Sydney, Ohio. <laughs> but I mean, there there is always that element to it of it there it's like they're not new yorkers this is a completely different culture um but i think at the same time i'm going to exclude politics from this because i don't really do political comedy and god bless if you want to go to maslin ohio and start the dsa up like, at the crackpots comedy club Biden. yeah yeah hey, yo, see. yeah <laughs> see. you guys want to talk about how like biden totally won you guys like, about let this? me just i just said there's one bit about abortion yeah okay? No, I just go out and I do my thing. And honestly, it, it, I've kind of had the same results as I had in Chicago or New York. It's like some people like you, some people don't. And that's really it, you know. Um, but you can also kind of gauge it. It's like, oh, there's more older people here. Like, I, not, you know, there's a bunch of 50-year-olds in Maslin, Ohio. Maybe I shouldn't do my super ironic or whatever stuff. Let's maybe play it a little bit more safe. Kind of gauge it audience by audience. Nice, man. Are you, yeah. Is your uh, whole family still back in Ohio? Oh, yeah. Everybody's in Ohio. Anyone ever left? Mm, uh, for very like were you Like, were you the um, black sheep in the family to leave and yeah. go pursue something? There's been a couple people who have left for very brief, for, like, different, maybe Stints, job or yeah. school or, you know, whatever. Uh, but, yeah, no, I'm, like, the only one who's, like, out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the only one who, who escaped Ohio. Nice, too. They're free to leave at any time. Yeah, literally. Let them know. They're I, good. They're all good. 
They're all freaking good. Ron, this has been a great episode, man. Yeah. So uh, before we get out of here, let's uh, let's talk about a few things career-wise that you're looking forward to, uh, besides potentially starting like a little mini tour for yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you look to accomplish in New York in the upcoming years while you're living here? You know, right now, what I think my focus on is, I'm just thinking to myself, I have a special on a streaming service. Let's utilize this as much. And as Ron, we can. the way you reach out to um, reach out to me, why don't you tell um, everybody watching and listening the power of email and just reaching out? The power of I'm telling, like you have no idea. It's like how do I get on this? Thing? You would be surprised some of the people who will email you back. Like let's just put that out there. If there's one thing that I've learned in doing the, all this years, there's so many people who like lie and just bullshit like blatantly about the worst stuff and will get things you will never imagine out of it how do you mean like the something like dan ninen is the perfect example or who's that who's that oh you don't know (laughs) no tell us america's favorite millennial comedian no he's like 57 this guy if you're uh, dan ninen was a guy he was a comedian who claimed to be like i'm I'm America's number one millennial comedian and he was doing crazy amounts of shows and opening for like crazy big comics. Um, but it turns out he's like 60 <laughs> basically. And he got exposed for all this shit. And the only way he was getting these shows was he was pretending to be like these big comedians, managers and contacting the venues and saying that he was, a- so the dude scammed his way into everything and like made a shit ton of money. Um, yeah, look into him. Give Dan Nine and a Google if you're not familiar. Go down. But this, not even like sketchy. It, it doesn't even have to be sketchy. There's a great comedian um, that I featured for. His name Stuart Huff years ago in Sydney, Ohio. He's amazing. He had an Adult Swim credit on his flyer for like the for the show, and I was like, wonder what this guy did for Adult Swim. Basically, Adult Swim saw a stand up set of his, and they're like, hey, we want you to write us premises for shows. Come here after like six weeks, bring us any premises you want. So he wrote like fifty. They rejected all of them. Um, and he was like, well, fuck, you know, I worked really hard on these and like, you know, this is good. And they're like, well, we'll still pay you for them. Like you, you know, we hired you and you worked hard on for it. We're like, we'll pay you for them. So he technically wrote for adult swim and that's no shade to him. That's the like, trust, but we all do it. Like that's it. So just again, email people, if you got to bend the truth a little bit, do it. Like take whatever you have and run with it. And I, you will be very surprised how far it can get. I just extend a little bit on that. The first time uh, we did a Ted Jones comedy show after the pandemic, there was a theater over here uh, in Chelsea called Asylum NYC that holds 150 people. I reached out to the theater director and I was like, I would love to put together a comedy show. I know a bunch of comedians. I had never put together the Ted Jones comedy show at a venue in New York City like that. So like I toured the place and I was just like, yeah, I could put together a show, whatever. And the guy didn't really know my experience, but, you know, just because I, I think put my foot in the door and was willing to put my name out there. Right. He took me seriously. It literally, I mean, it sounds so plain and simple, but it literally is just like fake it until you make it. Like confidence is absolutely 100% of the thing. And confidence again, it's his will You will be very surprised who will like email you back if you just try. You know what I mean? People are like, oh, I, I can't. They would never. It's like, dude, tr- just try. Just freaking try. Ron, thank you so much for coming on this podcast. Dude, this is great, man. Thanks so much for reaching out. Guys, check out this guy's special on Tubi. It's freaking hilarious. And also, Ron, we're popping up your Instagram right here. So uh, what's your Instagram? My Instagram is just my name, Ron Irvin, E-R-V-I-N. Ron Irvin, like magic Ron Irvin Johnson, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll spell differently. (laughs) Absolutely. Check him out on Tubi, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Bye, everybody.